your Locked on the New York Rangers, your daily podcast on the New York Rangers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 467 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. Just wanted to thank you guys for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. That song you are hearing right now is, of course, Leave the Lights On from our good friends at Pacifier. You can check those guys out anywhere you get your music. And today, we got a very special crossover edition. Going to be chatting with Armando Velez of Locked On Florida Panthers, discussing everything that happened between the Rangers and the Panthers. I'll be totally honest with you guys right now. I'm actually recording this portion on Monday morning, so the game has not happened yet as I'm talking right now, but... Obviously, Armando's going to join me in just a second here, and we'll break down everything that happened between the Rangers and the Panthers. Enjoy. All right, welcome to this crossover edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast and the Locked On New York Rangers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. And for the listeners on the New York Rangers feed. Let me introduce myself. My name is Armando Velez from pantherparkway.com. You can follow me on Twitter at MondoMan12. And thank you for making the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And if you're on the New York Rangers feed, thank you for making Lockdown New York Rangers your first listen of the day. And here joining me on this crossover edition of the show, he is from Lockdown New York Rangers, John Chick. John, how are you, man? Well, um, I was kind of nervous a couple of minutes ago because obviously that got a lot more interesting than I think most Ranger fans wanted it to get. But I am feeling good because the bottom line, however they did it, the Rangers still came away with a victory over a team that was 10-0-1 coming in. And they snapped a three-game losing streak in the process. So a much-needed win. I don't even want to think about where things would be right now if they had lost that game. But uh, hanging on for, like I said, a tough win against a very, very good Panthers team. Yeah, and I was seeing how um, that the Rangers were coming off a West Coast trip after uh, blowing that lead against um, Edmonton on Friday, which I said on I said on the show yesterday. I I had I had that game on sleep timer on, and I just just laying down. It was four two Rangers, and then I wake up the next day and I see that Edmonton wins, and then I see Connor McDavid's goal the next day. So I missed that amazing goal by. Uh, mcdavid and oh i can't i can't imagine from your end if you staying up watching that live and then the very next day going to calgary and then uh losing six nothing yes certainly a tough two game stretch there i mean two total gut punch losses for two completely different reasons you know, you're leading 4-1 in Edmonton with your backup goalie playing never, nonetheless, and you're feeling really good about your chances. And then Connor McDavid went all Connor McDavid on the Rangers, and, you know, you get to three-on-three overtime, especially against a team like the Oilers. It's a complete crapshoot. And then, um, you know, against the Flames, I mean, they certainly looked like a team that was playing the second game of a back-to-back, but that's still no excuse. I mean, that just was not a good game for the Rangers and uh, just kind of uh, added to the drama tonight because, like we were just talking about, I mean, the Rangers really needed a win here. And, um, you know, Armando, for the for the Panthers, I mean, 10-0-1 to start the season. 
how surprising was it for you to see this team not razor sharp tonight? Because, I mean, that's kind of been the norm. They go out and they just take care of business. It's a tremendously hardworking team. Uh, was it just strange to see them not win at the end? I mean, given how good they've been? It, it, it was, it was, but even the greatest teams have uh, hiccups here and there in, in the season. And um, th- th- this team has not, despite being 10 and one before tonight, they were dealing with a lot of injuries and they're there. They just, Alexander Barkov missed the game before today. Not that injuries was an excuse for this loss. The, the Florida Panthers just played sloppy overall. And a lot of it had to do with, uh, just turnovers and just not picking up players which we'll discuss a little bit later on in the show and I and going into this game I thought that Igor Shosturkin was going to play even before the news came out that he was the first on the ice because I saw that the Rangers were having four days off after tonight's game so I'm like okay they're coming off a west coast trip even though Shosturkin started against Calgary um I was and I was also looking at Sir Sturkin's numbers. I was seeing that the New York Rangers, one thing that they had an issue with this season is scoring. They're one of the bottom at the, near the bottom in in scoring um, per game. I, I saw that they were like 27th in the league, and I was like, okay, with how Sir Sturkin has played a 9.30 save percentage going into this game, I was expecting a low scoring game, and I would think I thought about it as okay. I know there's like shoulda coulda would have, but if there were less of turnovers and less of just more of head on a swivel and that the head on a swivel really came to effect in on Adam Fox's uh, goal. If this could have been around two, one towards um, the end of the end of the game. And maybe, a, maybe a goal at the end could have, this could have been maybe an overtime low scoring game for these two teams with how Sir Sturkin has played and the, the, the lack of, quality chance well not the lack of quality chances they had plenty of chances but just their inability to challenge their sturkin and i think a vesna trophy is in this guy's future this guy is great the new york rangers have set the record for biggest contract for a goalie coming out of their elc and you're you're i want to give the floor to you your thoughts on igor sturkin tonight yeah, I mean, for starters, I mean, you mentioned the contract, and I know that, you know, a couple eyebrows went up when that extension was announced. And to your point, Armando, the uh, biggest contract given to any goalie coming out of his ELC. But to me, you're probably going to end up saving yourself money in the long term because he obviously gets a nice raise. It's going to be very, very difficult for him to turn that down. If you wait, like the Rangers did with Henrik Lundqvist back in the day, then you're probably going to end up uh, having to pay more in the long term. But Igor's just been fantastic, man. I mean, what you saw tonight is kind of just a microcosm of uh, how the Rangers season has gone thus far. I think for sure, I mean, they don't give out Vesna trophies in, uh, in November here, but if they did, he'd certainly be in the running. And, you know, it's just been a privilege to just watch him get better and better with every passing season here. He has really kind of rewarded their faith. The organization was really high on him long before he ever made his NHL debut. And uh, he is the biggest reason why the Rangers are where they are right now. You know, they are obviously, they're very much a work in progress. I think, obviously, Armando, you probably saw some evidence of that tonight. But I don't even want to think for a second about, you know, what this team's record would be right now, if not for Igor Shesterkin. I mean, he's been fantastic, and he's been the main reason why the Rangers have won most of the games that they've won so far this season. Just want to take a minute to let you guys know that today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by DirecTV. 
Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part? There is no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, just want to thank you guys for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. To kind of um, stay on the topic of goalies right here, there was something I wanted to ask you about as well. Uh, Spencer Knight has obviously had a really nice season for you guys so far this year. And Sergei Bobrovsky has actually bounced back pretty nicely as well. So I suppose in some ways, a little bit of a good problem to have there. You got two goalies both playing very well. Um, Has Sergei Bobrovsky, you know, kind of, won your confidence back because he won the confidence of Panther fans back or is Knight still the preferred guy? I mean, just kind of give me a feel for, for what that dynamic is like right now. I, I mean, Sergey Borowski hasn't played since the first period of their game against Washington. He's had an upper body injury and he, and Spencer Knight is now played the last 10 periods consecutively. And it's now you're, you're now starting to see that Spencer Knight is a young goalie in this, in this league at 20 years old and there's still much development for Spencer Knight. Even though crazy to think tonight was Spencer Knight's first ever regulation loss. And the only, the only two losses on the season for the Florida Panthers were a shootout loss last Saturday against the Boston Bruins, which Spencer Knight started. And then tonight's game against New York Rangers and Bobrovsky skated uh, this morning and morning skate, but wasn't good enough to, wasn't healthy enough to be the backup, but Assuming that because he skated to today that he's likely going to get the start tomorrow against the New Jersey Devils. So there's confidence there. But as far as like the confidence in his play, um, I, I got to see a few more weeks of that, honestly, to say this is the $10 million goalie that Sergei Bobrovsky was originally signed to back in the summer of 2019. I think the motivation that um, Spencer Knight with Spencer Knight uh, being the last goalie standing last year in the playoffs, he, he went 4-0-0 last year in the regular season uh, and him becoming a dad um, as well had a lot to do with uh, the newfound motivation for Sergey Bobrovsky deleting social media as well. So despite not playing the last 10 periods of hockey, um, the, uh, the, for Sergey Bobrovsky, it looks like he's on his way. I, I will say that. And he's in, he's in, he's in year three of, uh, of seven of that contract. So let, let's see if uh, there's still a long way to go. They're not even halfway through it. So, right. So let, let's see if this, this can continue. He is in his uh, he is almost in his mid thirties. So you don't know how that you, you don't know how a progression or regression is going to be for Bobrovsky. Yeah, I suppose this is the classic case of, uh, you know, a step in the right direction to start the season here. You know, maybe you're not completely sold yet, but you got to be feeling at least a little bit better. Um, and, uh, you know, something else I want to talk about, I know we're going to dive into the numbers in a minute here, Armando, but 
at the end of that game, obviously it's complete chaos. The Panthers have just scored twice. Four to one becomes four to three very fast. There's 40 seconds left. And the Rangers actually took a penalty uh, as the clock was running out, maybe about like 20 or so seconds left. And it's funny because as I'm watching this, like, obviously, I want the Rangers to get the puck because, you know, it nullifies the scoring opportunity. You get a play stoppage. You get a chance to regroup. But at the same time, I kind of don't want them to touch the puck because if that happens, now it's six on four instead of six on five. Um, as a Panther fan watching that, I mean, are you thinking give up the puck and get the six on four? Or are you just telling them to press on? I mean, because I was very conflicted in those final few frantic seconds there of the game. I was conflicted, too. I'm not going to lie, because um, yeah. you don't know you don't know if the Florida Panthers are going to win the faceoff uh, after, after, after all of that coming in and the Rangers could easily clear and then hit an empty net goal. Um, we're, this is, this is something that's a little strange with the Florida Panthers, despite being now 10, one and one, they're near the bottom of the league in faceoff percentage. They're one there. And a lot of, and I agree with the analytics people when they when they say that faceoffs aren't the most important stat when it comes to hockey. The the possession numbers for the Florida Panthers are there <laughs> for sure, um, and they know how to attack despite uh, despite not being the best in the in the circle. And of course, Joe Thornton's out. Nolachari hasn't played at all this season yet, and the if now think about it. I, I'm, I think it was best that the New York Rangers didn't um, touch the puck, but there was a little bit of a slow movement there towards the end. And it was just, uh, it was just um, regardless of all that, it was a too little too late for the Florida Panthers with that. Um, you, you're, you're down for nothing. And of course they've come back before from four, nothing, especially two years ago, twice, uh, once against Ottawa, the other one against uh, Anaheim, and, but we Florida Panthers are familiar with coming back from four nothing. But it, it's the chances of that aren't high, and right, right. When they and it, the thing is, they scored very quick <laughs> in into the third period, and I'm just like, okay, four one, not getting my hopes up, not getting my hopes up, and even even four three, four three was starting to is like, oh no. You had to this be getting excited happened. at least a this, little bit. I this mean, had on, to. <laughs> it's like I was thinking, no way. I was thinking, no way. But even even with four three as the final score, and seeing how they could turn it on even in the final minutes, um, one loss is not the end of the world. It, it's right. it's really not for the for this team. And they saw they 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 know how good they are, and hopefully it continues uh, for sure uh, when they face off against the New Jersey Devils tomorrow. Just want to take a minute to let you guys know that today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by betonline.ag. We are back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Yeah, I think if I'm a Panther fan, I think you hit the nail on the head there. I mean, I think the biggest takeaway and the biggest positive from this game is probably that, I mean, you just 
saw who this team is. You know, it's a team that is clearly not going to give up, not going to throw in the towel. I mean, they're down 4 nothing. They're 10-0-1 to start the season. We've been very, very easy to just say, well, you know what, tonight's not our night, you know, whatever, we'll get the Devils. Uh, but no, you know, they, they came storming back and uh, ended up making a game out of it. So, uh, you know, props to them for that. I'd be really surprised if uh, the Panthers aren't, you know, one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference when it's all said and done here. Absolutely. And it, it's, it's going to be, it, this has been already a fun season and I'm, I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to it more special teams, John, uh, early on, uh, Chris Kreider, uh, be, when I was previewing this game, I was seeing how Chris Kreider was, uh, nobody was even close to like the amount of goals, uh, for, uh, the New York Rangers. Um, he has five, four more now five, I believe more than any other, uh, player, the the Florida Panthers, d- despite outshooting uh, the New York Rangers, forty five to eight on goal and attempted shots ninety one to thirty seven uh, for for this one. Chris Kreider um, gets one early with special teams, and the Florida Panthers just don't pick up Adam Fox. Your thoughts on uh, the special teams for the New York Rangers early on? Yeah. So, I mean, the Ranger power play has not exactly been a strength in the early goings. Um, They've just kind of scuffled. And um, I don't know if the second power play unit has a single goal all season. Now, granted, they're not out there for nearly as long as the top power play unit. But even so, I mean, what are we like 12 games in now? I mean, you'd think they'd have at least one by now. But, you know, that power play goal scored by Kreider there. That's basically almost like a replay of every power play goal that the Rangers have scored this season, because, I think that was Kreider's eighth goal, I want to say, of the season. And six of them have come on the power play, if I'm not mistaken. I can't be off by more than one either way. Um, But all of them are a result of him crashing the net. And on most of them, he deflects the puck into the net. You know, somebody will take a shot, he'll knock it home. That one was a little bit different because it was on a rebound and he buried it. But Kreider, I mean, man, he is really establishing himself as one of the best net front presences in this entire league. I mean, he's been outstanding. And so that was obviously huge. I was joking on Twitter, but only half joking. I think if it wasn't for Chris Kreider, uh, the Rangers would be about two for 60 on the power play so far this season, which is just unreal. When you think about all the talent that they have, that that's about where they would be at. So that was awesome. Uh, the penalty kill has been a little bit up and down. They had a recent stretch not too long ago where they allowed four straight power play goals by their opponents. Two of them were against the Oilers. Um, So that obviously kind of skewed their success rate a little bit. You know how it is early in the season. You know, if you go through a bad stretch, your percentage is coming down quite a bit. But overall, I do think that will be a strength for this team this season. And hey, look, anytime you can get a goal when you're shorthanded, especially at the end of the period like that, uh, that's awesome. And Adam Fox, as I tweeted out tonight, just a human cheat code, man. I mean, I I know the Panthers kind of lost track of him and left him alone in front of the net there. But I mean, pulling the puck to his backhand, tucking it home like it's nothing. I mean, he's just absolutely fantastic. So uh, yeah, can't say enough about the job that the uh, Rangers special teams units did tonight. And um, I'll ask you the same thing, Armando. I mean, how, how have the Panthers done? I mean, we know about their record, but you know, Ranger fans may not be familiar with their prowess on the power play, the PK. So I'll let you have the floor, man. How, how have they done so far with that? Uh, they've been, they, they've been, uh, they're, they're mostly known for even strength. They, they're one of the best even uh, strength te- teams in the, in the NA- NHL. And for, as far as a uh, PK, PK, they're um, toward just, just outside of the top 10 in a uh, PK percentage power, power plays percentage. It took them a little bit to actually get their first power play goal of the season. Their first one didn't come until uh game number five, I think of the season against uh, Tampa Bay uh, where, where they scored uh, 
it was by Brandon Montour that he scored early and they're, they're both just outside the top 10 in power play percentage, but this is a team that's just gonna, if they're going to really beat you, it's, it's mostly even strength that they have been able to, uh, to do. And there was a, there was a, there was a point where um, the broadcast said that even strength uh, shots on goal, I was, as I was writing my notes throughout the game, that they were leading 16 to two in even strength. And there, there was a point where, the Florida Panthers weren't committing there that that neither the Florida Panthers nor the New York Rangers weren't committing uh, that they went a little bit without committing a single penalty. And that's when really the shots on goal were starting to uh, to mount up for the Florida Panthers. And it's crazy how that works sometimes, uh, even when you're not at the man advantage. And yeah, this is this is a team that is built on even strength uh, for sure. But hey, um, they're still trying to figure it out on the on the power play. They, they still got a new. Uh, they still got some new, fresh faces on the on on the team as well as 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 long as as well as their penalty kill too. Um, Jonathan Huberto, who's not who's not really known to be on the penalty kill, he's getting more penalty kill minutes. Anton Lindell, who's a rookie, um, is sometimes on the top unit on the penalty kill alongside Barkov, and they're trusting a twenty year old on on it. And it's and it's it's great to see the trust that Anton Lindell. Uh, has with this coaching staff just the other day against Carolina, where they scored three power play goals against them. Anton Lindell was the second leading forward in minutes behind Huberdo with Barkoff out. And he was playing both the penalty kill and the power play in, in place of Barkoff. So th- this guy, Anton Lindell, he's just growing before our very eyes. And it's great to see. Um, power, power play is not a concern uh, right now, right now for this team, be- based on how they're able to play, um, even strength, uh, just how their speed kills a lot of teams, especially Anthony Duclair. Anthony Duclair has just been former New York Ranger. Anthony yep. Duclair. Yep. I was going to uh, ask you about him. Yeah. 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 So he he leads the team in goals and just his ability to use his speed to just get past people to to get it past the net is just been great. And another another player on the opposition for the New York Rangers, Keandre Miller, man that coast to coast play using his speed Uyghur doesn't give up a lot of uh, a, a lot of those coast to coast plays, but that wasn't uh, Mackenzie Uyghur's uh, best moment there. And Spencer Knight wasn't his best moment neither. That, that was really, um, that was really, that was the killer for for this team. Keandre Miller, just taking it coast to coast. Your thoughts on uh, that goal by Keandre Miller. That was awesome, and I was really happy for him because he's somebody that I think low-key has had a really strong sophomore season for the Rangers here. Um, you know, Adam Fox gets all the headlines, and rightfully so. I mean, the guy's unbelievable. But I feel like, you know, if he wasn't around, and I'm glad he is, don't get me wrong, but if he wasn't around, you'd probably see Keandre Miller get a little bit more attention than he does. And granted, you know, that's not the worst position to be in either because Keandre can kind of fly under the radar a little bit. But uh, he certainly wasn't flying under the radar on that play. And I think something that he did there uh, that kind of led to the goal he almost made uh, the defenseman think that he was at full speed. And then he had like another little gear to get to there. You know, he kind of really hit the jets toward the end. And I think just kind of surprised the Panthers because it's not so often you see a defenseman just go coast to coast like that and just drive to the net. So uh, just a fantastic goal by Keandre Miller. And uh, I was really happy to see him pot one there because like I said, uh, low key, very solid season for the Rangers uh, thus far here. Yeah. And it's, it's crazy because, um, Adam Fox, he's a former uh, second round pick. I believe he started uh, with Calgary. He was part of the Dougie Hamilton trade to um, Carolina first. And then like he, 
it's crazy how Adam Fox has been in different places and then he finds a home, he wins a Norse trophy. And I'm sure uh, those teams are definitely uh, regretting uh, those traits uh, with Adam Fox. That's for sure. And there's also another goal that was uh, disallowed. I believe it was uh, Artemi Panarin uh, that scored it. Um, and it was uh, Ryan Strom that uh, interfered with Spencer Knight. And I thought uh, in lifetime, in lifetime, I thought, I thought it was okay for nothing wasn't meant to be. And then, that disallowed goal kind of gave the, well, it was three, nothing, excuse me at the time, the yeah. disallowed goal um, kind of gave a little bit of a confident, not confidence, but a little bit of life for the Panthers. Sure. Yeah. But, yeah. but still the Miller goes coast to coast and then Ryan Strom, another turnover for the Florida Panthers in that one that led to that goal by Ryan Strom. Uh, your thoughts on that one. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's what Panarin and Strom do, man. I mean, Ryan Strom is somebody that was kind of a journeyman before he came to the Rangers. And granted, he is definitely helped by the fact that he plays with Artemi Panarin. But at the same time, man, you get a chance to play with one of the best players in the world. You got to make it count. And you got to take advantage of it. And that's something that Ryan Strom has done over these past couple of seasons. And I mean, I can't even tell you you know, how many times I've seen the two of them link up for a goal like that. It's absolutely beautiful. Uh, Strom is an impending unrestricted free agent after the season. That could really go either way. Uh, I kind of hope he's still around, you know, granted if it's for the right amount of years and the right dollars and all that good stuff. But um, yeah, no, that, that, that was a great goal. And uh, just really nice to see them, you know, clicking and kind of hitting their, their stride here. All right. And so a big, big thanks to Armando Velez for teaming up for this special post-show crossover edition of Locked On New York Rangers slash Locked On Florida Panthers. Huge thanks to you guys, as always, for tuning in to the Locked On New York Rangers podcast, your team every day. Armando and I actually kept talking for a little while after this and just getting into some kind of more general, broader hockey discussions. And so I figure we might as well save that segment for a future episode. But that will do it for today. If you would like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. And definitely give us a follow on Twitter as well, at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Once again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Thanks again, guys. I'll see you next time. Thanks for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Host Scott Cullen leans on his decades of fantasy hockey insight and experience every day to help you be the expert of your fantasy league. It is free and available on all platforms.